Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 246 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we're reading Matthew 21 and 22 and also Psalm 91. Let's get going. When they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus then sent two disciples telling them, Go into the village ahead of you. At once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them and will send them at once. This took place so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah may be fulfilled. Tell daughter Zion, see your king is coming to you gentle and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus directed them. They brought the donkey and its colt. Then they laid their clothes on them and sat on them. A very large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. Then the roads are then the crowds who went ahead of him and those who followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in an uproar saying, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus went into the temple and threw out all those buying and selling. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. He said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of thieves. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. When the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonders that he did, and the children shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? Jesus replied, Yes, have you ever read? You have prepared praise from the mouths of infants and nursing babies? Then he left them, went out of the city to Bethany, and spent the night there. Early in the morning, as he was returning to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he went up to, to it and found nothing on it except leaves, and he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. At once the fig tree withered. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed and said, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus answered them, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you tell this mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will be done. And if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question, and if you answer it for me, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did John's baptism come from heaven, or was it of human origin? They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the crowd, because everyone considers John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you about by what authority I do these things. They weren't willing to see. Nothing he said was going to make a, a lick of difference to them in their opinion and their perception. So why even have the conversation? What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, my son, go work in the vineyard today. He answered, I don't want to, but later changed his mind and went. Then the man went to the other and said the same thing. I will, sir. He answered, but he didn't go. Which of the two did his father's will? They said the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you didn't believe him. Tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him, but you, when you saw it, didn't even change your minds then and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, built or put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. He leased it to tenant farmers and went away. When the time 
came to harvest fruit, he sent his servants to the farmers to collect his fruit. The farmers took his servants, beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first group, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them. They'll respect my son, he said. But when the tenant farmer saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those farmers? He'll completely destroy those terrible men, they told him, and lease his vineyard to, the far to other farmers who will give him his fruit at the harvest. Jesus said to them, have you ever read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This is what the Lord has done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruit. Whoever falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will shatter him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew he was speaking about them. Although they were looking for a way to arrest him, they feared the crowds because the people regarded him as a prophet. Once more, Jesus spoke to them in parables. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to summon those invited to the banquet, but they didn't want to come. Again, he sent out other servants and said, tell those who are invited, see, I've prepared my dinner, my oxen and fattened cattle have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went away, one to his own farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged and he sent out his troops, killed those murderers and burned down their city. Then he told his servants, the banquet is ready, but those who were invited are, were not worthy. Go then to where the roads exit the city and invite everyone you find to the banquet. So those servants went out on the roads and gathered everyone they found, both evil and good. The wedding banquet was filled with guests. When the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who was not dressed for a wedding. So he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him up hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are invited, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to trap him by what he said. So they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are truthful and teach truthfully the way of God. You don't care what anyone thinks, nor do you show partiality. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Perceiving their malicious intent, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. They brought him a denarius whose image and inscription is this. He asked them, Caesar's, they said to him. Then he said to them, Give then to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him and went away. That same day, some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came up to him and questioned him. Teacher, Moses said, if a man dies having no children, his brother is to marry his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now, there are seven brothers among us. The first got married and died. Having no offspring, he left his wife to his brother. Same thing happened to the second and also the third and so on to all seven. Last of all, the woman died. In the resurrection then, whose wife will she be of the seven? For they all had married her. Jesus answered them, you're mistaken. Because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. Now concerning the resurrection of the dead, haven't you read what was spoken to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. 
He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they came together and one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test him. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? He said to him, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. While the Pharisees were together, Jesus questioned them. What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? They replied, David's. He asked them, how is it then that David, inspired by the spirit, calls him Lord? The Lord declared to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David calls him Lord, how then can he be his son? No one was able to answer him at all. And from that day, no one dared to question him anymore. Psalm 91. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. He will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you've made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra and you will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he has his heart set on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor and will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. That's our reading for today. Be sure to come back tomorrow for day 247 as we continue to read the Bible together. I'll see you then.